Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello you Jack Frost of a Thursday night, welcome to another episode of the Suncast, uh, you're joined by me, Owen, and my co-star, co-star? Co-star. Yeah, DJ Walsh, uh, and we're in J&K Walsh's pub, um, which was, uh, and just one other pub, the Suncast, I think, was it? Uh, two, well, but one two. of them's taken down, Yeah. rightly so. Yeah, but uh, but we've had, we've had uh, the last one was probably one of my favourite conversations we've ever had. Yeah, Irish language. Yeah, and that actually, uh, I think, was one T- of our took most, off. That took off. That was one of our most popular, um, <coughs> one, one of our most popular podcasts. But tonight, yeah, we're after having a, a nice night. All right, we uh, started off in mine. We had a, a beautiful ham dinner. <laughs> roast man. It's a roast man. <laughs> on the um, day. Watched a bit of Netflix, and then we tipped into town, and we, we started off in the Wander Inn. So we've never recorded it and never will record no, you a podcast in uh, The Wandering because it is probably the most magical place. It's like I stepped out of the place earlier on there tonight and I thought I had gone into the future when I stepped out of there because this place is so <laughs> far in the past. Because you had stepped out of the past. <laughs> yeah. It's the kind of place that if you took a microphone out on it, <laughs> you'd be treated like Marty McFly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's uh, so good. So we what we so anyway we we went we took down from mine and we stepped into the wandering and we were met by the barman panned out on the couch. <laughs> out on the couch. <laughs> and uh, goes, oh man, so we get on. Uh, out of eyes. Out of eyes. What do you want? <laughs> what do you want? So, uh, parents DJ had put his round in and he got the two game. Uh, actually, the first time we were in there. Who like we we saw the beamish tap like right in front of us and we said sure we get two points of beamish so mm-hmm. and uh, he goes that's that hasn't worked for years 
it's just here for sure. <laughs> it's class though, like they have, I would point it out to you, the 7-Up price list that they had. Yeah. Like this really old 7-Up price list that has like the old 7-Up mascot kind of guy on it and everything and um, they have a Rothman's lamp shade. Oh, it's quality like. like old Guinness, back old in the day. signs, uh, quality. But do you know this as well? Uh, we were uh, like we asked for the Guinness there tonight, and uh, like he pulled it from the back bar. Yeah. So like obviously that tap isn't working. Eat like isn't active either. Like sure, there's no need to have two taps active like in there. When there's but three people in it. Three people in mm. it. One of them is a barman. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a real, it's, a real, it's a real throwback though, you know. It's it's like um I said this to you after the last time we gone to it. It's like the kind of pub do you know when, when you see pictures of your grandparents or your parents in like the eight seventies, eighties in pubs? Yeah, yeah. That's what you're picturing like. Oh it is. And yeah, it's yeah. it's still the exact same as what I would have pictured that to be. Like I put up a photo on Instagram there earlier on and like it was, it's too high definition for what I should have taken it for. doesn't do it justice it, no like no it's like it should have been like like there should have been a fag butt mark in the corner of that <laughs> it, in the corner of that picture like you know it should you should have taken it on one of those Kodak cameras the, the, the yeah. disposable cameras polarised like and a, yeah um, but yeah we could, and also uh, this place wasn't like had a, a big enough TV in there um, Ireland are playing um, New Zealand tonight in an international friendly. Was that on the TV? Hell no. Hell no. UK TV gold. I was playing <laughs> porridge. We but probably would have been here half an hour earlier only for we were watching Dad's Army. <laughs> <laughs> and the crack that we had. We were bursting us with laugh at Dad's Army. Uh, oh, stop. Oh, the I, Brits I, were always at it, weren't they? What? Like, if I could give that man. Like, I, I was saying to you as well that. It was it was enough for us to be in there for one point, like it like, and we had so much fun for that one point. But like, I don't know if I could maybe have a second point in there, but I'd the more third, than that, there was some no, lull for the third point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you, you only get so much fun off uh, off uh, old British comedies. Um, <laughs> but anyway, sure look, uh, it was a fantastic night. Walked down here to J and K watches, and again, this is. Uh, Actually, what we were saying was we'd love to buy the Wander in. Yeah. Because it's this kind of old classic pub. But similarly to the pub that we're in at the moment, J&K Watches, where they've turned an old classic blind man's pub. And, that, and so if you go back to that episode, um, I don't know, it's a few, about eight yeah. episodes ago, now it's is it? A few points about the Irish language, it's called. A few, yeah, a few points about the Irish language. Um, and if you go to that episode, we describe this place and... Um, it's unique qualities few stories as yeah. well from uh, my childhood and uh, how was, I came across this place and stuff it was a grocery store and if you look here now there is a rotating lamp similar to the Rothmans one down in the one they're in and there is Smithick's Guinness and Harp illuminations on the lamp and that's what they serve on top here yeah. and it's, it's, it's so simple and the simplicity is the beauty of it we're in a little snug to the side of the bar there's really? a window through the window you can see a weighing scales um, an old school weighing scales not a digital one like the yeah, proper one, one where you have to put like the lead or whatever on the other side of the scales to so marry it up at the moment you've got the lint chocolatiers TV ad oh yeah, they're yeah trying yeah. to promote you know because we're coming into that season now where like lint chocolate are trying to promote themselves madly and you get um, the lint chocolatier chap 
who is putting the like the cocoa nibs in the on one side the weighing scales and the weights and you're trying to get the right amount of chocolate it's one of them style weighing scales real old joke and uh, oh it's top notch there's like a million drawers behind the counter yeah. like, it's, it's, it's the old the old kind of actually people who went gone to see Downton Abbey the movie right bastards dirty dirty but the scene in that where they go down to buy the grub for the king like yeah 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 in the grocery store down the village what and you just kind of keep them in yeah, the it's them kind of drawers behind like it's it's what it was like then that's yeah, cool enough like um, yeah. brilliant layout and there's a lovely little divide in the bar there's a front bar and the, and, the, and the middle section of the bar towards the back and then there's a little room out the back with a few stoolines and a little few small bits and then there's the toilets and that's it like and it's simple <laughs> simple simple little salad of a pub I think oh, I brilliant I think those kind of long pubs, uh, like they're definitely a city pub. Long and narrow. Long and yeah. narrow, like you know, um, the Long Hall in Dublin, a uh, great example of one. Um, there's like yeah, Irish Irish cities and towns are littered with this type of pub where it's a, um, a long bar, straight down. Straight down. No like, messing. Yeah. Tom Tom is Tom Ahers is the same, not as long. Yeah. Um, and then like when you look at Cork, the courthouse. In yep. Cork, which is a really old bar, um, and the Castle Inn in Cork, which is an institution as well. Yeah. Um, He's literally trying to get as much space like as you can from a very narrow exactly way, like and just yeah, flying back. A kind of place that was designed for smaller people in a in a time where people were shorter, nearly like isn't yeah. it? Do you know? Like even um, the even the door that we're coming in here, like you, like you'd have to kind of. Stick are you, down are to you seriously <laughs> to do right, Doc? Like coming in, um. As uh, top notch, like it really, really is, and it's the exact kind of place that, like, of a quiet Thursday, when you want to have a few quiet points, like it's just heaven. So right, speaking of quiet points, right, and the longing for a pint of a Thursday or a Friday, right. <coughs> so we've uh, working with a, a colleague or two that um, <coughs> are pregnant at the moment, right, and um, it kind of got us to thinking, like. Like we as two males, right, cannot put ourselves in this position. We've no appreciation <coughs> of the predicament. No appreciation at all, right, about the pregnant woman, or the woman in general, I suppose. Yeah, fair <laughs> <laughs> point. <coughs> but uh, we're we're thinking, like, right. So women um, should be off alcohol for the nine months um, that they are pregnant, and. In fairness, it's just something that just women just do, like they just automatically just go off and you know, there's there's no there's never really qualms about with women, right? But you would hear them saying, Oh I fucking I'd love a gin and tonic or I'd love a whatever now Craven and old sopine like Craven, right? So, Darren, if I if I was to ask you to put yourself in the body of a pregnant woman <laughs> <laughs> Or a real wordsmith. And <laughs> <laughs> um, <you> know, <laughs> such children. <laughs> so, yeah, if, sorry, if you were to embody, is that a better? Is that a better term? Yes. Phrase? Right, oh, way better. Yeah. Way right. better. <laughs> and I uh, no flag for this. <laughs> if um, you were to embody a pregnant woman, right? What, after nine months of pregnancy, would you be absolutely fucking? Gasping for Gasping for right. Good question. Um, shout out to Sarah Brown, our mate. 
Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't join us tonight. <laughs> uh, shouldn't have joined us tonight. Shouldn't have joined us tonight. Um, absolutely. I, see, the thing is, right, say we're both drinking a pint of Guinness tonight here because like, it's, it's absolutely the typical when you come to J&K Welch's and the Wanderin as well, for that mm. matter. Um, but is Guinness a quencher? I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think so. And we actually discussed this briefly with our uh, Sarah, the girl that we're working with who's pregnant today, um, at lunchtime. And she, I, I asked her this question, and she said it depends on what time of the year it is. Mm. And I think she's spot on. She's really on something. Um, if it was summer, mm. the legacy dry cider. Yeah. That's a quencher. <coughs> Yeah, because you are thinking about your first sip. sip. It's all about the first, first sip. sip. Yeah, it doesn't like beyond that doesn't matter. It's yeah. the first sip after going to bones of a year without a drink. Mm. Yeah, legacy cider. If it's the summer, if it's the winter time, I think you're you're hard pushed to beat a dark ale in the winter when you're coming in, just for the quench factor now. Mm. Top of the first sip. And oh, you're catching me out now. Now I did have a really nice red ale early on with the dinner mm. that you kindly provided for me. Um, it's a hoppy red ale by Wicklow Wolf. Yeah. Um, oh fuck, I can't remember the name of it now. Era. Era. We look it up. We'll put it in the notes. Four point six percent hoppy red ale. Anyway, I remember mm. Wicklow Wolf. Um, that was really good actually the first up of that was really really nice it was kind of like really sweet um, finish but it was like real hoppy in, 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 to start and it was like a caramelly sweetie kind of finish yeah it was lovely really nice really nice that wouldn't be a bad one um, but you know what though it's hard to look past the cider when you're looking at quench factor just for a first mm. sip in yeah like ice cold cider um, when you just want that little like that, that quenching of the throat Um or do you know what wouldn't be bad either for an old first sip after going that long? And a whiskey ginger ale. Yeah. Now, just yeah. to like... <sighs> yeah. Just for that factor. Um, and then on all year rounder, you'd be looking at a lager, I'd say. Yeah. You could have a lager all year round. Oh, definitely, yeah. Any old fucking lager do. Yeah. Wouldn't differentiate between any of them, really, if you'd gone that long. It's like Sarah, like Sarah said to us today. <laughs> fuck whatever you get your I hands know, on you'd literally mm. take, like I, I'd say you'd take the first drink that was put in front of you like you know yeah. after that length um, I suppose it's open to personal taste as well yeah, yeah. personal taste as well what would be fantastic if you could get it would be the super soaker oh yeah that'd be an amazing first up you know and it ease you back in as well like wouldn't be the old 2.5% like, yeah. or what, 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 whatever she was in the room that. Is around that, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. How about yourself? Um, so, again, totally agree that it's seasonal, right? So, I think in uh, winter, um, because, especially no, especially around, if it was like Christmassy time, right, and coming into that, and there's that kind of that festive party atmosphere, right, and things kind of, not get a bit fancier, but like, get a bit more sociable and, um, you know, it's a bit of kind of crack. So, just finished the old pregnancy now. So I popped, <laughs> popped the young lad or young one, right? And I think 
I would go for an espresso martini. Whoa. At that. So, and I'm also getting my coffee kick back in as well, right? At that time. So you've given up the ca- caffeine for the pregnancy, have you? Well, I think in in larger amounts, in mm. the amounts that I am drinking at the moment, I would be giving it up. Like, probably have an old hit now and again, like, at, like in, you know, smaller runs. But, yeah, I'd probably go you know, fucking straight in. Yeah. We, we, really should, we really should have got one of our female friends on for this topic who's yeah. had a child. Like. Yeah, I'm sure fucking. Uh, <laughs> but no, I think definitely, right, I, I go for that. Like, this isn't about pregnancy, really. It's about, like, it's about ad, the quench. It's about abstaining from, yeah. like, a, a, for a long period for drinking what your absolute must-have quench would be. Do you ever notice, though, right, if you go for a couple of pints once a week, every week, yeah. you have a fierce degree of certainty about what you want when you mm. go to a pub mm. once you go two and a half three weeks without having a drink and you go into a pub for the first time after not having a drink for two and a half three weeks the choice anxiety hits you like mad yeah because so there's this thing as well like i i like and i think i actually think that uh this is actually uh, probably a bit deeper this is more like a a, a blind podcast <laughs> topic now <laughs> But I think that, um, like, that, that, like, abstention from things, right, and, like, or a lack of things, right, yeah. like, and, like, a lack of experience in things makes you then want to ensure perfection in your next choice. So, like, it's the same as, like, say, building a house, uh, like, you know, for starting a new career or whatever, that, like, because you haven't done it before, that you end up going like shit I need to like I need to make this perfect or whatever where whereas like people who have like done it a few times are same with like you hear people who've had like say several kids right and like the first kid they're always like like panicking and they're like making sure that you know they eat at like you know eight o'clock in the morning one o'clock in the day five o'clock you know and like you know they have set routines right? and my parents didn't no but like you do hear people <laughs> yeah, who are yeah, on yeah. About, like you know who read like these kind of parenting books and go like I need to eat at this hour they need to sleep at this hour you know they need to be like you know nap is between one and two because that's what the book tells me or whatever but then after you've like by, the, f- by the fifth kid like by the f- but yeah by the second kid they're just like whatever like you know just we've, we've gotten through this like whatever I think it's the same <laughs> this is fucking very tenuous point but like it says two lads that don't have kids no but I'm just going from from <laughs> from others uh, experiences but I think that it's the same with like any experience with anything like the fact that like I've had a few points week on week and I'm like fuck I know sure I know what to do now like you know so I know the lip is in I know the lip is in I know what I have I have the experience in the lip Mm. now like whereas I think if you're off it for a while like you've lost that bit of experience and you're there's an edge to the lip then like there is yeah yeah yeah. they'll quiver now I I found I find that like if if I haven't been somewhere for a while even like you just get that that touch of like fuck what I have like you know and your mind races and it's um it's similar to when you haven't gone out like when you go out for a meal awesome. regular enough you're confident enough around the menu and yeah. once you haven't gone out for a meal I tell you, for a while oh the, the anxiety around ordering something I'll tell you what right Kira is the biggest bottler in the world when it comes to the meals right I, so every time we did have the salmon cooked and she'd ask to change her order kind of thing no 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 she's She's like your man from that uh, the, an ad for like 
uh, air or something where for asking about like you know he gets his hair cut and it's absolutely horrendous and it's that Irish attitude of like oh it's lovely you know like she's the same like she's the same she'll whatever she orders it'll be oh fine like but she'll be still disappointed in it like you know but she overthinks her order she's like oh like I haven't I haven't tried this or you know oh that sounds lovely or whatever and like hold on a minute what do you fucking like on the menu don't be trying to like get the nicest thing on the menu if it's even if it's not in your taste buds or not like just select the right thing altogether but I think as well when you're when you're out frequently as well you have the kind of in a courage to just order something new and go for it like you know I know yeah you don't, you don't have to have that internal battle of yeah no but like I think like I could order say like if we went to like say four or five different restaurants around here right I could order burger and all because I wanted burger in all yeah. of them right but I didn't have an internal struggle that like I had ordered a burger the last time and like oh I should try now like a chicken in this place because I had a burger in the last place or the last time I was here I had the burger uh, but I should have the chicken this time like no I fucking like the burger like I'm gonna have like I actually think that looks nicer than I've seen the chicken here like so I'm not uh, like it's not a like a thing where like I have to fucking complete the menu you know <laughs> like, like 100% the menu like you know <laughs> like playing GTA like yeah. only completed 57% yeah. what do I have to do <laughs> off picking people up in taxis in GTA <laughs> Oh, uh, brilliant! Anyway, we're running low on the first pointer there, so before before we take the break, yeah, quick word to something we found on Netflix earlier today. Before we came out, lads, Maradona in Mexico. Oh, stop! So this thing started off um, the worst pot. Well, actually, no, it started off the best possible way. So we were getting the dinner ready. We said we'll turn on um, the trailer for this and see what the crack is, right? So <laughs> Literally. The, so the trailer pumped us up. The trailer mm. was amazing. So fucking good. Like, it just, like, primes up Maradona to be an absolute head case mm. and, like, pumping up players, really good football, everything. And then uh, we turn on the first episode and I'd say we got maybe three minutes into the first episode, right? We watched the first... Uh, like tiny pre uh, title screen bit uh, and we were like oh, what the fuck is going on there's there, there was these uh, it was like Diego Maradona speaking in uh, Spanish and then there was like this English dubbed over him like this kind of weird Yankee like it was almost like um, as if a Hispanic person who wasn't comfortable with English yeah. was dubbing English over Spanish yeah. Yeah, with like a kind of an American e twa- uh, very bad. And then. That kind of non native English speaker who's learned their English from watching American TV exactly, shows. Yeah, 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 yeah. So then we went on. Then we went to the title, the, uh, the team tune or whatever for the show, which is amazing. It's in Spanish, they have the English subtitles up, and it was just ridiculously good it's just all about Diego Maradona and him arriving in Mexico and and he goes to, to like Sinaloa Sinaloa the, 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 the drug capital of Mexico the drug cartel capital of Mexico a guy who's had his troubles with addiction and we watched the first two episodes I can't, I can't wait to get tucked into the rest but right we watched uh, we watched uh, the title the team tune right and then we watched a bit, another minute of the thing right 
and we were this fucking American voice is so fucking annoying. So then, this is the only way you can watch this show, right? Set, oh yeah, hundred percent. Set your uh, set your Netflix settings to audio to Spanish original, so the original Spanish, and then change your subtitles to English, right? So that you're watching it in Spanish, but just reading it uh, because it is amazing hearing. Because because with the American voice you can't hear Maradona's voice no. or you can't hear anybody else's and voice. And the inflections are key, like no, well. uh, yeah, but like it's the same guy doing mm. the voice for everyone. So like you don't even get you, you lose the diff- entire character of yeah. the show. Ah, uh, it is it, like he goes absolutely yeah. off the rails. <laughs> like, it's so <laughs> oh, good. stop. And on that note, like van most to, to the rest of the podcast, we're gonna <laughs> stop now. Fill up the pint glasses and fucking drive. Replenished our pints of vitamin G. The boys are drinking games and JK Welch's. They're going on the rise with Diego Maradona. Actually, I'd say that would be too intense. I don't think I don't think he'd be able for. He's about thirty-five year on us, like. Yeah, but what a thirty-five year <laughs> some. Ah, absolutely. He made the most of it. What? I, like. I wonder how much he got to go to go to Sinaloa like you see this is what I said to you after the first episode of that documentary we were watching mm. it's a limited series I don't know how many there are but I presume there's like I, I, I actually we've watched so. two and it's close like I, I'd say they'd be lucky to get two more out of it sure in our playoffs now at this stage aren't they I don't be giving away spoilers to the boys yeah, sure and the girls not, it's not like um, I reckon the president of the club went to Netflix and said if I can convince Maradona to come will you film a documentary about it and I'd say he had no clue whether to go well or bad or indifferent yeah but sure it's not like it's not like if it's going to go bad it's still publicity like do you know what I mean like so he was making a few pounds no matter what way he went about it like yeah yeah I I'd say he got paid well I'd say he got paid very well but I'd say it was sponsors we're paying him more we're going to have, we're gonna have to update, update the listeners when we finish this series because yeah. uh, like at the moment we'll do a bon- seems, everything seems rosy at the moment we, we'll do a bonus episode on the Maradona documentary we call it the bonus bump <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways I was actually saying to earlier on there's been a lot of chat this week in particular about the season that we're in. What season that's what I'm gonna get on to. Oh what came first, the chicken or the egg. <laughs> um <laughs> basically I heard a Christmas song on the radio for the first time today. Did you? What song? Uh Last Christmas which oh. is very close to Christmas y like. Yeah. Um so I heard a Christmas song on the radio for the first time today. The John Lewis ad came out today. Yeah. Uh, Thursday the 14th November and also on top of that in the last week or so you've had like Christmas lights popping up in city centres around Ireland yeah. and stuff like that um, an awful lot an awful, an awful lot of time there's a push for Christmas stuff really earlier in the year now when I was a teenager when I was 15 I worked in a toy store 
and there's complications around that when it came to Christmas that like in terms of stock and toys in terms of st- all that kind of stuff you almost had to order from wholesalers you were ordering from wholesalers in the US and the UK you had to anticipate what would be the big hits of Christmas yeah, yeah. so you were trying to order ahead now bear in mind like, it's a bit mad that like I had the freedom of my sec to order ahead from my section yeah. as a like 15 year old part timer <laughs> <laughs> right well, I remember the year that I worked... I might, I might have mentioned this in podcast previously. The year, 2005 or 2006, maybe, that I was working in this toy shop during the summer. Tickle me, Elmo. No, 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 that was a bit... When was that? That was, was that 2001 or so, was it? Uh, no. I have no idea. It was definitely, like... It was definitely, like, at a time after, like, it was appropriate for us, but not that far... I don't think it Tickle Me, Elmo was appropriate for anything. And it was, that was a big hit, man. It was, yeah. But... To what the year, I, year I'm talking about was basically um, so I went to look at the order sheet and I was looking after trike spikes like you know the outdoor kind of stuff. <laughs> I'm looking at actually I, off, there's a few off my conversations I had with that um, I was having I was, I was looking after trike spikes and um, like do you know like goal posts and all this kind of cracking outdoor like nerf guns and all this shit and um, I remember going to do it and do you know you'd like You'd have a standard tricycle, hmm. and you'd have the exact same tricycle branded. Yeah. And it'd be like twenty quid more. So like a Spider-Man bike versus yeah. uh like yeah. But the year that it was in it, it hadn't come out in cinema yet when I was placing the order. But I said to the manager, "Cars is going to be a huge hit." Yeah. So when we were placing the Christmas order in May June, I said order heaps of car stuff and I said for my section I would advise getting loads of cars tricycles scooters all this kind of crack jazz like you know yeah. so you're trying to predict what's going to be big at Christmas yeah. so like it's getting a bit easier now in, in a more informatic age like where like obviously Frozen 2 is going to be like the big sh- the big yeah. go to like this year and it's going to be really hard to I get suppose as well and stuff like, like now it's kind of like it's like teaser trailer yeah trailer all that crack one, trailer two you can see on youtube in yeah. april what's going to be coming out yeah 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 um, and there's you know you know you know yeah. by the feel of things now how they're gonna pump it like you know they're going to market oh, sure you got pre-sale online and all this kind of shit yeah, now, so yeah. they, they can be sold out of stuff before they even have it in yeah so like commercially it's not easier for those kind of places now to to be ahead of the curve but like back then i remember like pre-ordering the car shit and all that and this was May, and it was a bit alien to be thinking about Christmas in May back then. And it's kind of the the whole thought process for Christmas has creeped further further up the year as we go on. And now it's the case where like I was in Aldi in uh, about a month ago in the middle of October, and they had an aisle that was one side Halloween shite and another side Christmas shite, right? And I was a bit like, no, this is too much for me now. Mm. So what I was asking you is. Like, when is it appropriate for shops, towns, TV, ads, all this crack to be pushing the Christmas agenda? What di- give, it, give me a date to the day. So, I think, right, and this is controversial enough, right, but I think it's fair game straight after Halloween. You think straight after Halloween? First of November is fair game, right? Yeah. Uh, and, like, I th- so I just think, like, that, like, they can push from there like so like Kira, you've got 55 days to Christmas from the 1st of November I know you do right but mm. at the same time 
you also have a very like depressing like kind of like quieter part you know like you know uh, darker evenings you have like quieter nights right the shortening the shortening is happening right? yeah so i think that by having like an event that you can build up to and like it's actually i think actually the build up to christmas is nearly the best bit of it like oh, you know? 100%. and like for us this year because uh things are getting so busy and like we have an expanding population we have uh like expanding businesses and towns and stuff but we haven't had like the like the amount of centers uh or venues for us to have christmas parties match up accordingly with yeah. that so like we're gonna have our christmas party on the 29th of november this year so like, earliest it's ever been earliest is, well it's a week it's a week earlier we normally have it at the f- like the first weekend in or the first friday mm. of december but it's been pushed back a week before that so it's the last friday in november now but like at the same time like i wouldn't like us to because like before i would have said like when i was younger i would have said first of december i would have been like that is christmas that's the beginning. december is the christmas month that, like. that's yeah. december's christmas month so from mm. there on is is good to go i would have definitely have been of the mindset november's too early no 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 don't be don't yeah. be fucking reckoning christmas like it's that month or whatever but now like this year we're having it on the 29th of november and uh like it, it'd, it'd be kind of weird if we went to it and like there hadn't been like a bit of like christmasiness yeah like, that's fair enough coming into it you know i th- i i think around now is right i think you need a couple of weeks after halloween and i think yeah maybe, maybe like i i think maybe ideally you're yeah. right i'm just saying i i think i was saying that the start of so your is fair yeah. game but, Pro- I, th- possibly, but yeah. I think i think for me though i think yeah i think middle of november now I'll, is probably the I'll, right time yeah because i'll put it this way to you i find so i heard my first christmas on the radio right now and I like it being drip fed to me. That yeah. it was a shock today, and I was kind of like, oh, that's a pleasant surprise. Yes. But I don't want to hear one for another three or four days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I want it to be drip fed and just like it become more condensed towards the end. Of yeah. Whereas I find it, if I heard a Christmas song two weeks ago, I probably would have vomited on the spot. Like, <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? No, I do. It's yeah. like Halloween was two weeks ago today. Like, um, now, this is the thing, right? Mm. Now, I, I, don't, suffer. I don't agree with Aldi. I don't agree with what Aldi oh, did Oh, that was bollocks, yeah. Bollocks. That was bollocks. I haven't bollocks. gone back to Aldi since. No, well, I, I did go in, I went in on Halloween because I need to get a few bits in case anyone called. But you, you, kept, a, you, kept, you kept an eye patch on your left-hand side there to it was, avoid it, that eye. Yeah, but it was brilliant, though. Piss of rain. No one called because of the rain. So I got to eat all the sweets. Worked out well in my head. There you go, yeah. But I don't agree with what Aldi did. I, 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 if, 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 if you had a family though you'd have to be prepared and all that I understand that you ha- it has to be to the forefront of your mind in terms of budget and shit like that you mm. want to get into boring adult stuff but in terms of like the commercialisation of Christmas mm. I'd rather be condensed into a five six week period than this two month long saga that it's becoming yeah do you know what I mean yeah 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 um, the other thing as well like that I find if you condense it down all of a sudden it becomes like a really really good three to four week period as opposed to this thing where like you so su- like i suffer from it terribly when christmas hits me too early christmas burnout by like the 15th 16th of december i'm gone couldn't give a flying mm. fuck about christmas 
if I get hit with it too early. Whereas if it's just being drip fed to me now, be the time like the two weekends before Christmas comes, I'd be full on Christmas jumper wine cornet around town. Yeah. Full on buzzing off Christmas. I think definitely it is a thing about structure. Um. So, I, like, it's happened to me th- every year now for the last five or six years where, like, someone goes to me like, "Oh, are you free there?" You know, the fifteenth of December. Uh, it's a Saturday, and I'd be like, "No." Like they'll have asked me in August. I'd be like, no. Twelve like, snogs. I've twelve snogs, or I have. Uh, meeting fellas from college or I'm meeting fellas from from school yeah. or I'm meeting you know like literally December is chocolate block people are coming home people like you know I've my best uh, my, my best man I'm his best man ba- back over Christmas it, like we, like he's been texting me I'd say about three weeks ago I mean like what's your plan from November 30th onwards <laughs> like so like you know yeah like that month is absolutely chocker block. So, but I think though, that like that month is absolutely fantastic if you have that. Not everyone has that. Yeah. Like, not everyone has that kind of like friend structure. I think. Or I, that, like you know, I, so it can be quite a depressing month. But I, like. I think as well, you're talking about a period where you are in your life. So say like we're in a position now where like we're in between finishing college, starting job, earning a bit of money, and starting a family kind of thing, like or being married or whatever, like. So you're in that crevice where like, you're in that golden age of where December becomes just a session. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're in that fucking absolute sweet spot. Yeah. And. Won't have that now for. Won't have that for too long. Don't be any more 30 nights of Christmas. <laughs> yeah, actually, we should do the 30 nights of Christmas. <laughs> How many nights is it to Christmas? Uh, that'd be pretty good. No, I think that's good. Parallel with that now. Yeah. Right. Does the silly season when it comes to Christmas coincide with stout season or are they separate entities um, they're separate entities I think like you're not kind of like waiting for a Christmas tune to get a pint of Guinness like no, no. you're actually it's weather dependent really, yeah isn't it it's like global warming <laughs> well yeah well maybe it's what you global warming but like it's also though that like it's the clocks it's the like the evenings you yeah know, it's the dark evenings that are associated with so you're saying the, say, you're saying the middle of october yeah middle of october it's around the 21st of october the clocks go back isn't it yeah, yeah. or come forward sorry yeah yeah i think you're right yeah i think that's the like that is the date like you know and like but even like before that as well you kind of like maybe even like, like a, s- a sneaky about four or five days before <laughs> like you know about four about four days uh, 16 hours 12 minutes beforehand <laughs> <laughs> you, you just end up with a can of Guinness in the middle of work <laughs> <laughs> oh that's pretty good I, I do think you suffer from Christmas burnout there's one burnout you never su- suffer from oh. stout burnout no you never get a bit of burn stout no you don't but because I don't know like you we were, where were we? Um, we were in a pub there once, and uh, we were saying, "Oh, sure, you know, it's getting into stout season now." Like recently enough, like we're getting into, we're getting into stout season now. Like us coming in, putting stupid heads on us, like you know, it's just like trying to pull an old phrase out of our arse, like just to say to the barman, "Like, sure, it's coming into stout season now." And your man comes back to, "Sure, it's never out of stout season." Like you know, he and I think he was. We were in a cove. 
was cold. It was Tom it? said to us in the yeah. pub, yeah. But really like, cold. I think, saying, I think he was saying, though, that, like, no matter what time of year it is, like, it's just, like, one Guinness of the... Guinness sales are always... The, the Guinness sales, like, never, mm. like, fluctuate, like, that much. Mm. Like, you know, like, you you obviously would see a creeping up during the south season, but, like, they're, like, it's still... It's the like of us who... Yeah. Might, might yeah. spend the summer drinking but, ale. And yeah, see, that's it, like, uh, like, like, I think in Ireland, like we were saying earlier on like you know this this thing of the lack of experience and going in and trying to decide what drink you're having or whatever but like there's lads in there who are so seasoned that like they, they couldn't be, they're not changing their order could be 30 degree outside they, they like Guinness they like Heineken they like Carlsberg they like whatever right mm. that is what they're drinking so you can't change your mind it's not, the weather doesn't change your mind the wife doesn't change your mind <laughs> <laughs> Oh, stop. Uh, speaking, speaking of that kind of crack, like, um, do you know what we, we did some goaling today? Oh, stop. We so, did some absolute mad goaling today, like. So we went out to, uh, we went out to, for lunch there today, and uh, we were, um, we went on, a, we were led on a wild goose chase. Oh yeah, actually, so, big, th- big thing across, uh, well, like, it's, it's just a marketing employee, I suppose, at the moment, but, it sounds delicious, but it's an orange twirl. Is yeah. the big mover in the chocolate in the, world? In the chocolate trending world, yeah. at the moment, and we haven't had a nibble of it yet because we can't find it. So I put the feeders out on Twitter today. We've been to three shops. Yeah, three shops. <laughs> a total of three shops. <laughs> and none of them had them. Like, stores hadn't even heard of them. No, but these were like these were a supermarket. I uh, uh, like a. Uh, uh, another kind of market a grocery shop a grocery community market and a petrol station like I thought the petrol station would come through I thought it would as well like they'd be fed it but no not a fucking thing so if anybody out there has well, any orange twirls I put it out on Twitter right please do oh yeah yeah the my Patreon yeah no. send us orange twirls yeah uh, Alan McGuire has a vending machine in work that has orange twirls in them apparently I told him I reckon you could get 3 euro a bar down the key um, and Darren Skelton told us that there's a heap of them in the hypermarket so, so this goes out on Monday we're recording Thursday there won't be a heap of them <laughs> if they're any good um, but yeah so DM us for the price we did but anyway yeah like look I need one if you can just give me one please yeah. do we'll try and sort some out tomorrow Um so um, we were letting so this wild, anyway, we were letting this wild goose chase, right? But en route of this wild <laughs> goose chase to keep our spirits up because they were being down by this battered, la- battered by this lack of uh, orange twirliness. Uh, we decided to play all the Simpsons episodes, but not just the episodes, but songs, it was just the songs, songs from the episodes on YouTube, right? So basically, what what happened was, for I don't know how it happened, we started singing, "See My Vest." on the way of Arkeen stores. I was actually, so I'll tell you this, right? So I was in the shower this morning, right? <laughs> and uh, I was, like, you know the way in the shower you always have to hit a note, like you have to sing an old tune. Try to hit a note, anyway. Yeah, but you have to, you have to sing an old tune of some sort, right? So, uh, oh, yeah. in, in, in the shower this morning, for some reason, I just got, seeing my vest in my head. Like, it happened to you though. It just, it, do you know what? 
I'm going to make uh, I'm going to have a hot take on this you made a subconscious link between the cold weather and needing to wear and a vest needing, needing a vest and just came back to Monty Burns getting the the the, the old greyhounds you know for a for a vest and well for a tux for a tux yeah it was a grill uh, vest for a grill vest yeah well uh, yeah anyway we uh, we started roaring that on the way to the car. On the way to the car. And then I found this. So so I looked up on Spotify. And there was a See My Vest playlist that has no songs from The Simpsons on it. I'm really disappointed. So I went to YouTube. And there's a YouTube f- playlist of Simpsons musicals. Mm. And we went through See My Vest. Mm-hmm. Um, Dr. Zayas. We only got through four of them now between the... Because all the shops are in a condensed area. Yeah. We weren't travelling for miles looking for these orange tours. We had to go back to work. Um, what is it? The monorail song. Yeah. And we had one more. Did we? Uh, oh, the Stonecutters. Stonecutters. Oh, which. Right, we get on to that in a minute. A few notable absentees. Yeah. I'm checking in. I'm chicken. I'm chicken. <laughs> no more pills or alcohol. No more goddamn fun at all. So what got us into this conversation throughout the rest of the day about The Simpsons and about how like absolutely ahead of its time early Simpsons was. And about the... F- like the amount of shit that they've predicted the amount of shit that they've come forward with that like when you look back now now we're both the same mind of this like later Simpsons isn't even near now I wonder right we're looking at this through the prism of the fact that they've predicted a lot of stuff Mm. and is there a bit of looking backwards and saying that's fucking brilliant and will a generation in 10 years time be saying Jesus Christ that episode of Simpsons with Ed Sheeran was bang on um, I don't think it, I don't think the writing quality is up there like it was like the, the Stonecutters episode yeah I, yeah so like I, I, I just don't think kids nowadays are as into The Simpsons as we were because there's probably like such a plethora of choices yeah, of, fair apart, from, apart from The Simpsons now whereas like Sky 1 half 7 like was at the time like, you but know. like you were lucky to have Sky 1 when we were kids as well yeah 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 I remember going I remember walking 10 minutes to my aunt's house just to see the Simpsons one night because our TV was down um, but I think like the Simpsons like you look at Irish Simpsons fans the meme page on Facebook how many yeah. like they've got a political party now that's bigger than several political parties in Ireland at the moment yeah. just taking a piss like you know it is that big for our generation, um, the early series are super. They're so well written, like. Well, like actually, there's a thing with the Irish Simpsons fans page or uh, Irish Simpsons fans memes and like a lot of those, uh, like Twitter accounts and stuff that they will only accept images from seasons one to eleven. Mm. They won't accept anything later than that because like. Even though my success, most successful meme was one of from last year. Good way. I put up. Lisa and Ed Sheeran playing music together with the caption she played the fiddle in an Irish band but she fell in love with an English tan <laughs> <laughs> that was a five or six hundred liker oh that's goody and that was two years ago and five or six hundred likes wasn't great yeah like it wasn't no not wasn't great it was hard to come by right yeah 
as I said to Alan McGuire, like when you were in Japan, sure anyone can get fucking a, a thousand likes these days on that page. Every yeah. second post gets it. I know, yeah. And then they like then they kick off people. Anyway, that's a different fucking issue. Oh yeah, no, I, I don't want to get involved in that now. Yeah. I've been kicked off several times. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. The ori- the original Simpson series are quality. So um favourite episodes that you have the Simpsons? There's some serious stand up ones, right? Um, actually, the the or another the song that was starting just as we were pulling into the car park and walked in was uh, the one where um, <laughs> the one where sideshow Bob gets out. Oh, the HMS Pinafore. One HMS Pinafore, and he threatens to kill, and like they have to go into protective custody. Oh, fuck, that's so. Oh, my, that episode is like oh, like like the whole scene is of 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 Mr. Sams. <laughs> 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 I, know. I think he's talking to you. <laughs> it's so good, like. Um, I think a lot of them are seasoned. Bar, what do you think? What do you think? Don't give us. Oh, like it's just. Um, there are some really iconic ones. Uh, when you when when you think about, there's, the f- there. I put it. It depends on when you watch them, as well, right? So as a kid, I always hated the one where Marge uh, became really good bowl and it went off oh, with your yeah. man, and she went to the that motel. Was very early, yeah. But like when you look look at that as an adult, it's actually really fucking deep and really really yeah. good. Um, the and one it's, where, it's the actually um, it, it's a really good play on uh, what's what, what's the film that is taking off? Is it the Bodyguard? Is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, the oh, no, body, uh, no is the a body, gentleman and a... Yeah. Water, or no, is the, is the one taking off the bodyguard not when Homer goes and wins the award, which are one Mindy. Oh, Mindy. Think of sexy thoughts. Think of sexy thoughts. Barney in the bikini. Um, yeah. Oh, no, it's... it's, it's um, an officer and a gentleman, I think, yeah. is the one that that one's taking off. Um, but, uh, there's, like, when you when you think about the era of The Simpsons, there's so many absolute classics. So, like, the, like we mentioned, the monorail episode is absolutely out of this world. So yeah. fucking good, right? The episode, <laughs> the episode where Mo, where Krusty fakes his own death. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. That's, like, that is, that's gripping. And it's, yeah. when you think, all these episodes are, like, 22 to 24 minutes long, right? And there's so much gets in, in with them. And the, the quickie mat one. Who needs a quickie mart? Oh yeah. Um, Frank Grimes is Frank, my favorite oh, episode of all time. Frank Grimesy like. Grimesy. <laughs> and the, the only favorite thing about it is every time I go to Phil Grimes, right? I do a little, like like a little kiss on the finger and point to the sky for Frank Grimes. Um, uh, but if you're asking me, my like it's a it, it's a flip of a coin probably between two. The Stonecutters one. Yeah. The Stonecutters one is funny on so many levels because, like, as a child, it was really funny and really catchy, and there was loads to it that I thought was hilarious. Yeah. As a fella in his 20s who's and in the era of memes and shit, like, there was like the removed of stone of whatever and yeah, attached yeah. to the stone, and there was the paddling bit as well. But when you when you become that like when you're coming into your thirties and you realize how the world works and how capitalism works and shit like that, yeah. and then you listen to the lyrics of the song in the Stone Cutters, oh, like yeah. oh like who who keeps back the electric car like, but they're fucking spot on like you know. 
or yeah, absolutely it's it's mind blowing um it's oh it's absolutely brilliant um it's a flip up between that and i think when you think about the impact that who shot mr burns had yeah at the time for a fucking cartoon yeah it was like it was their play on who shot jr yeah um but like they literally just like nearly stole the limelight from yeah. from that like for our generation like yeah. i remember being like who the fuck did you like and like I was, but it's well like, like seven or eight or at the time like when crazy. you think when you think about how like fucking like ahead of the curve they were and loads of social issues as well like you had the closet gay and well and smithers yeah and like in the 1990s in ireland <laughs> like homosexuality wasn't decriminalized that long mm. do you know what i mean i like i don't know what to do okay. what's the 93 when 93 it was, was yeah, the, do you know what i mean yeah. like when you look at you know we all have aunts uncles who are spinsters or our bachelors in old age and like that's we look at Paddy and Selma and, and the way they're going down their relationship with the family, you know. Yeah. Like there's so like every single character is so much depth to them. I know. And reflective of that time. And like there's been kind of um like a bit of like lashback of the Simpsons like now, like in terms of like oh it's antiquated in its views or like some of the characters can be a bit like but racist or sexist or whatever. What I but, think like, that is that's that's the Simpsons reflecting what society truly is. Yeah. And it's people being uneasy with the role that they've played in society. It's, it's the kind of thing where, like, um, I can't remember the, the, the you know, it, it's it's when you look at people who call out, like, the Catholic Church in Ireland and stuff like that. And, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, and the Mag, when you look at the Magdalene Laundries in Ireland and people are like, um, you knew what was going on just because you didn't condone it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. you didn't speak out against it doesn't make you right like and it's people's uneasiness with their own like fucking affiliation with the time and shit like that but it's so good we were talking about who's the best cartoon character mm. right you've ever come across in your lifetime and we talked about this and I did a good bit of thinking about this and we both said earlier on today it's so hard to look past Homer Simpson like yeah no I, just, I actually just like there is I don't think there is anyone yeah um, it's really hard to look I think you kind of have to look as well across the, like your your like age profile yeah. as well um, because like at different points in my life I thought that like different mm. characters were like absolutely so funny or so cool or you know you know yeah. really like enamoured me at, at different points in my life but like, there was there was a tweet or it could have been a comment actually on Irish Simpsons fans today where I think there's new Pokemon there's been some new release for Pokemon this week right mm. and someone put up like a Pokemon meme and I, mm. I just went on I don't know what triggered me to go into the comments I went into the comments and there was like this massive debate about what was the best Pokemon game or whatever something like that yeah and there was a comment that just struck me and it was like, it's so fucking true. It's hit the absolute nail in the head. And it was like, the best Pokemon game is, and an asterisk insert name of Pokemon game released when I was 10 years old. Yeah. And that's what it is with The Simpsons. Like. Yes. That's what it is, animated comedy, animated TV series and stuff. It's like, you're, you're aged then. So like you were saying there, like, like different phases of your life, different characters have impacted on you. Yeah. So yeah, I suppose if I go, right, if I go maybe, um, 
if I go say look, okay like six or seven uh, I thought at that age maybe I think uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were like the fucking bomb then uh, like skateboarding skateboarding like messing nunchucks yeah um, and like like they just had such a cool like easy go lucky life and like like they're actually like aspirational that you were like I would love to be one of A these Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles I would love to be one of these boys like you know and then like then like you get like say like maybe like 9 or 10 and I don't know if you know but remember do you remember the Batman the animated series yeah that was dark as fuck like that was oh like, 100% yeah that was really like dark so was X-Men so was X-Men X-Men so was, was incredibly dark so was X-Men and uh like Spider-Man less so yeah Spider-Man mm-hmm. less so uh, but it still had that kind of that same kind of like it was only because I suppose Peter Parker and Spider-Man were so fucking happy-go-lucky and yeah. messy and you know fun, fun but like, and they were young as well like, and young, he, but, he was young but like fucking Batman Wolverine Cyclops and, you know all, all the boys were Storm Storm they're all um, they're all like really dark Storm. and Intense characters. Intense, like mm-hmm. you know, and like. But I think Stan Lee created a lot of them to for the, for adults. Yeah. So he was an adult creating them for adults, I think, and it just kind of got animated, and that's how the money came out. But like. But yeah, I then like then like really um, admired them, and then coming into I suppose uh, teen young teenagers like our tweens I suppose, and um, then I think like Nickelodeon hit like really big then and stuff. So you had the likes of, uh, you had the likes of like, uh, Hey Arnold, uh, Recess, Recess, uh, Dog, Dog, uh, Dog was fucking quality. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rugrats was actually Rugrats. I think stood like across a couple of. I was going to say that to you, like Rugrats was so so. Growing, up, actually, growing yeah. up in Ireland in the 90s Rugrats was always on after Bosco when you went yeah. home from school yeah. so it just became institutionalised and it just became part of growing up in 90s Ireland yeah. where like the Rugrats was just on and you had four TV channels and it was either Rugrats or Countdown and you were seven years of age so you were going to watch Rugrats or you were nine years of age you were going to watch Rugrats instead of Countdown yeah. so great fucking team tune by the way yeah. the team tune to Rugrats like that that, uh, that like squeaky accordion Klatsky Kasupo isn't it it's yeah like yeah fucking producers absolutely um, Rugrats we, I actually threw down a few names of um, just different animations throughout the, the, the like 90s and early noughties in Ireland um, here and like I did throw Rugrats down here in recess Pokemon and Dragon Ball Z then was when like Japanese anime yeah that was the end of my well like I definitely that's the transition into like so I think so Pokemon the game for like the Game Boy Game Boy Advance. Game Boy. It was, no, it was Game Boy. It was actually before the Advance. Uh, so Game Boy and Game Boy Color were um, Pokemon uh, Red and Blue. And Yellow. And Yellow. Mm. Um, and I think Silver and Gold might have they also were been like 2013, on. 2014. They were the Advance. Yeah, I think I think they could have been cross. I think they could have been on both. But like, you would have got better graphics on the Advance or whatever. Yeah. And then whatever the fuck was that after that for sure. And again, as you were pointed on, insert best. Yeah, exactly. From this time, because I just lost interest over that. But, uh, yeah, no, like. Wait, what was the question? 
it's like it, it's animated characters I, I, like when I think you talk about animated characters like Ash Ketchum yeah. is really up there yeah like he's a real and Misty and Brock, Brock. yeah quality like. I am um, recently I was minding Neve's niece and nephew who are 12 and 10 mm. and it was like wet weather one day they were in my house and I was like fuck what do I do with them and I was like we watched a bit of telly I threw on Netflix and Pokemon Indigo League came up and I was like have you ever seen Pokemon and they were like Pokemon shit and I was like have you ever watched a cartoon they were like it's not a cartoon it's a game and I was like no it's a cartoon you have to watch this we were watching the first episode and after 10 minutes the two of them were like this is fucking terrible like turn it off and I was like stick with it stick with it three episodes in came up to the house two weeks later and they'd watched the entire lot and they were like fucking obsessed and it's that kind of thing where like I think when you're at that age group when you're like just pre-adolescent mm. it's fucking ideal um, Ash Ketchum like was fucking the man but I think throughout all that right Pokemon is very much that age group 8 to 12 13 right Rugrats is very much like 5 to 10 mm. Hey Arnold and Recess are very much are 10 to 14 but the Simpsons is like any age Cross range. generation. Any age range. It's you can watch it as an adult and get as much enjoyment out of it as you did like as you, a child. But like you just miss different jokes as well. Like the jokes yeah. that go across are like completely different. But it's so well written, like it's so well written, like in every single scene there's a bit for the child and a bit for the adults. Yeah. And there's a bit for in between as well, like. Oh, it's so good. Um I remember like it's like it's similar to that Sunday show. It's, watching The Simpsons with my uncle Ollie who's like 12 years older than me and I remember yeah. if he was minding me and we'd be watching The Simpsons or something, something like that Sunday show which was non-animated and I remember there was bits that I really really got and found really funny that he found really funny and then there was bits I, I can remember like laughing watching it just because he's laughing yeah. and something going completely over my head yeah. but he laughed so I'd laugh like you know just to kind of be the cool kid Um. It's hard to look past Homer Simpson as an animated character, as 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 a better animated character. But there are a couple of, um, I suppose, animated series. Uh, as you get older, then so like the, the, the things I want, I was I suppose I, I jotted down were like Family Guy and South Park. Um, you also have like a couple of animated series later on as well, like um, Rick and, and Morty that I never I haven't really gotten into, or Archer I've never really gotten into American Dad either. Yeah. But like. I watched a lot of Family Guy and I watched a lot of South Park. Yeah. And actually, I'll tell you another one that is uh, got cancelled too early and there's been uproar. It's Futurama. Uh, Futurama is really good, yeah. Fucking quality, like, you know? I, forgot, I forgot it even existed. Yeah, and it's just because like it just went off and uh, like Fox didn't renew it and, you know, they then they did renew it for a season and stuff but like there is some again there is some very very good quality like one episode stories like Simpsons yeah. like similar to the Simpsons where it was like like the monorail episode or whatever yeah. you're just kind of like that episode where, with like flying the dog the Simpsons the episode where like yeah. Mila meets her parents in the sewers like all those like episodes where it's just like a story like like mini film like start to finish and you're just like you know you've condensed like this perfect amount of humor into this episode but it still just, somehow ties in with the entire story yeah, exactly of exactly like, yeah, yeah. Right. um park though yeah right park has managed 
to stay somewhat relevant and keep graphics of the late nineties. Yeah. But like they've they've kind of very they've, they've they've improved the pixelation and stuff like that. Yeah. But they're still gone with the same two D, very basic team. Yeah. I like the same thing. But that lends to its character and its humor. And there are some seriously iconic episodes of South Park. Like. Oh, stop! Like it's like, so like I, was, I think I was saying to you earlier on this week like that, South Park like have, well this was like a documentary like watching a couple of years ago, but they have like a turnaround of like six days I think, from like conception of an episode to like publication, mm-hmm. so that they can like write an episode so. I think it was for the 2012 uh, US um, presidential election where it was um, Obama and who was it? Was it uh, John McCain? Was mm, it? Yeah. Were in, uh, in the election and they had ended up doing an episode for if McCain won or if Obama won and like just published. One whichever was, one like whichever yeah one. wouldn't you love to watch the unpublished one i know yeah yeah but, like they had they had the two yeah. of them like just lined up and like they didn't know like i don't think they knew like the uh the um like the storyline because like one of the like one of the main parts of the storyline had only broken the week before or whatever so like you know it is brand new it's not as if they're even writing yeah. this episode like you know it's like so they have that like like such a huge work ethic and such a great like team that, but like obviously very very simplistic animation they've like this the backgrounds of their episodes are the same for years so, you know i heard this brilliant um piece on mother folklore mm. with Carson shields who's the animator for she does the the sketches for their their episodes right where yeah. she'll do like a sketch of whoever the guest is from mother folklore that week and she's an animator for like um, cartoons and films and stuff like that and she was saying that the reason when they were animating South Park they chose like a white background s- yeah, yeah is because it's just so much easier to sketch yeah like it's so much easier and that they can get the quick turnaround then as well yeah um, so there's some right right give me before we finish up because we the fill up the point glass have another point and we've gone on quite a bit um, give me your favourite South Park character Probably butters. Oh, I was going to say butters. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, 100%, yeah. Uh, butters just so good. Like just, um, but we all know butters. No, actually, okay. If you're if you're going to say butters, I'm going to say uh, probably Randy. Then, <laughs> like Randy is <laughs> the, 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 the testicle, the testicle episode. Or, or he has like the biggest shit in the world. Yeah, that is the, where it ends the, up being. I think if you're if you're talking about favorite episodes of an animation as well, if you're talking about South Park, the one where the internet goes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're going uh, California, we. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or the, the other weed one. episode. You know, the weed episode is yeah. brilliant, but I think as well the one where um. So I talk with Kira, like your 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 fiance, I call her the coon, like. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Any of the Mike Jackson episodes are fucking quality. The, su- anyway, yeah, the, the, su- super the superhero ones. ones as well. Uh, the Barbara Streisand one. Yeah. Oh, There's quality. Do, 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 and actually, Netflix has them all now. Like, Does it, yeah? Amazing, yeah. I didn't realise So I think now. between uh, episodes, so I think like it has maybe ep- or seasons one and two, and then I think between like three and like 
20 it has like a few best of episodes and then oh. it has all the later seasons as well brilliant so, yeah. must get into that now uh, well yeah, that's like, really good uh, before we go lads uh, you know where the Patreon is www.patreon.com for slash snowcast if you want to buy a cup of coffee a price of a pint a month or maybe even more uh, you can go and have a look at the tiers there are benefits there we'll get on top of that we've been a bit lax the last couple of months in terms of all this kind of stuff literally because we've been so busy but we're yeah. we're, we're, we're back in Jacob Welch and we're back on the points if uh, you want to catch us on the socials we're available on Instagram at Snowcast we're available on Twitter at Snowcast we're available on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Snowcast yeah we're terrible for Facebook because it's shite yeah um, we're on the other ones we check. We keep an eye on the other I don't know if someone sends a yeah. message on Facebook we'll probably catch it absolutely uh, um, and we're if you ever want to send us an email we're the snowcast at gmail.com if you want to send us a voice message we're on uh, anchor anchor.com for us uh, snowcast. snowcast and the other thing as well if you're from fucking Waterford DM us yeah. go for a point yeah we'll, we'll check you out uh, great now we're going to go offline and I'm going to tell you about a possible drinking session in Kilkenny Stay away from yourself. Extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.